the initial stages of getting into turning your business really into a business versus just a fucking prison sentence is getting to know your numbers. Getting to know your numbers might be that you realize you're not profitable. But what starts happening, and here's the key, is when you start making more decisions based upon logic than emotion. That's something that as family members, it is like it, it, it is extremely hard to do. With that being said, you have to then put more emphasis on the numbers. You have to put more emphasis on like, if we do this, then we get this. Yeah, but I feel like this. I'm glad you feel that way. But the reality is, if you don't do it this way, you're not going to make fucking money. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class. They call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm gonna show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. Three, two, one. Welcome to the uh, No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. We are going to kick some serious ass today. We're going to get really focused here on how two bros, you know, you talk about brother from the another, another mother's brothers from the same mother, uh, are going to share with you guys how they've really transformed their business. They got two different businesses and uh, we're going to go into some of the principles that have helped them change their business. I think what's going to be interesting looking at this today is how the same principles apply no matter what type of contracting business you got. Okay, so let's get into this. So, Zach, tell us a little bit about yourself. What you, tell us a little bit about your business, what, what you guys do, a little bit about that, and then I'm going to have you, Adam, do the same thing, and then we'll get rock and rolling. All right. So, my name is Zach. I, uh, we run a company called Concrete Fusion, and we do... Um, basically everything to do with concrete floors so epoxy flooring concrete polishing self-leveling concrete all that kind of stuff awesome dude. floors all that how long have you been doing that for uh about seven or eight years now okay cool awesome okay on to you adam uh like andrew said my name is adam um so i run our landscaping company it's called anz interlock uh, we've now been in business for 15 years, and um, we specialize in interlock, retaining walls, armor stone, and repair work for interlock. Love it. Beauty. Okay, so let's go. You know, i got a bunch of questions here that we sort of prepped. Um, good thing you guys brought your notes. <laughs> I didn't bring my notes today. I'm stealing the notes off of these guys. So, um, you know, we talked about roughing it. I guess this is today's... Uh, the coach is roughing it. So, you know, when we look at this, when you guys started, there's there's a lot of similarities to the problems that you had. Um, so, you know, what were some of the problems that you had before joining PFC? Well, uh, I guess one of the main things was that we never had a clear direction of where we wanted to go or 
uh, how to get there. Yeah, know? for sure. Um, we're, we just got into it. No one's sort of teaching us anything about business, so it's very difficult to... I mean, everything is learned the hard way. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things you were saying was a clear pathway, right? You didn't have any direction, didn't know how to get there. Um, Adam, similar to your business, right? Same thing, right? Well, we started with the landscaping end of things and right. grew into the concrete and epoxy flooring. Right. Um, and the biggest thing out of both of our companies is, yeah, there was no clear direction, but we had no idea what numbers really were mm -hmm. yeah. and mm -hmm. how important they really are to to move forward. Yeah. Totally, man. So we, I mean, we've also gotten in trouble. You know, with Revenue Canada and stuff like that. Because we didn't know. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. You know, it's funny you say that. By the way, guys, you know, everybody listening in, I know I asked this question, like, what problem did you have before you joined PFC? I, I mention this all the time. Um, yes, this is a podcast. If you want to get some more help, fucking raise your hand and get some more help. But I think at the end of the day, whether, you, uh, whether or not you raise your hand to get some more help through us or somebody else, what I want everybody to understand, I'm, I'm not trying to do some freaking sales pitch. I'm trying to get you to understand if you're a listener. Number one, you're not alone. Okay? And this is a prime example, right? Like, we get into business and we just don't fucking know. Right? And then you got the government knocking on your door. You know, and then, you know, you owe this many taxes, you didn't follow these procedures, you didn't file this, you filed this wrong, yet you're totally at, and we're going to get further into this, you're totally starting off at a fucking disadvantage. Yeah. And then everybody, and then the other side of it, I know you didn't touch on this, but let's just like dig a little bit deeper on this one is, you get all these people fucking judging you too, eh? Like, I mean, I know, I remember I did when I had the tax man coming, man, you don't know how to run a business or fucking, well, you know, you're, you're avoiding paying your taxes. No, dude, I fucking not avoiding paying my taxes. I didn't know I paid my taxes. Well, you didn't pay enough. Well, yeah, you obviously didn't fucking pay enough, but I mean, you don't know, right? And that's part of business, right? We know our trade. Yeah. We didn't know how to run a business. Totally. And starting with the numbers, right? I mean, back to your vision, everybody listening in, you might be like, what the hell does vision have to do with numbers? It has everything to do with numbers. Where are you currently at as far as your profits or where are they not at, right? How profitable do you want to be? How much you want to fucking pay yourself? That's part of a vision. That's part of a pathway. That's a super difficult thing too. Like even when you first start up, um, what do you pay yourself? That's a great question. You know, we have one subcontractor that works for us and, and uh, he gets his, his check when he's done the job and he goes out and buys a bunch of CDs and then he can't pay his guys at the end, you know, like totally, dude. he doesn't know anything. And, uh, you know, Adam tries to help him out with certain things. And yeah. It's, it's well, let's face it though. Let's call a spade a spade. Right. I remember, I remember the call with you guys and I remember it specifically the call with you, Adam. Right. I said, so Adam, we we're looking at your numbers. I said, how much do you pay yourself? Yes. And when you gave me the answer, I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I remember saying to both of you guys, if that's like what, if that, something. yes, if that's what you're paying yourself, 40 fucking grand, you're putting in all these hours. Seriously. And I, I meant this. Go work for somebody else. You can make almost double that, like, you know, with your skill sets, right? Yeah. No, no time at all. You don't have to worry about it, right? You don't have to worry about running the business, all this other shit, right? So having a clear direction, it was a big struggle. 
not knowing your numbers was a big struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, not even knowing from, uh, you know, taxes and government and, and, you know, different regulations, you know, and it wasn't because you didn't want to. Tell me, talk a little bit about that. Like, it wasn't due to, like, you know, screw you, you know, world, I'm, I'm determined not to know my numbers. Well, where's the money going to come from? Did we charge enough for the job that we could afford to pay it? Yes. But that's the problem is that we didn't know. Yes. You know, we didn't do job costing. I know. I we would that. order the brick. We would uh, say, oh, it's going to take us this many days. And then we'd be like, oh, well, we're going to make a lot of money on this. But we didn't account for uh, the HST or the payroll, Deba, taxes. payroll taxes or WSIB or, you know, any of that other crap. You know, we didn't know. So you go from like, we're going to make a lot of money to... I don't even know if I'm making money. Yeah. To wait a second, I'm losing money. Just that we didn't. We our accountant that we had before was shit, so we wouldn't even know until the the end of the year or the following year. Totally. So we're just digging ourselves a bigger hole. Okay, love it. Okay, let's uh, again. Let's. Uh, my job is trying to bring a little more structure, uh, you know, to this because we got so much we want to cover. So that was some of the problems. Okay, and there's there a lot more. There's jobs are actually, you know, we're, we're like you said, we're making money, we're not making money. The bickering, right? The yeah, fighting amongst you two. Ongoing battle between us. So we're brothers. We don't always see eye to eye. This week was a good example for us. Right. Um, we egg each other on when we shouldn't. Right. When it should be just a simple, you know, simple conversation of certain things. Well, here's something I want everybody to listen in on. You know you're taking your business in the right direction, okay? It's not just one thing. I'm going to give one of the one of the main things. One of the main ways you know that you're moving your business in the right direction is not actually in the initial stages that you're profitable. People be, might be listening and going, "What the fuck? What are you talking about? I thought you're profit for contractors, Andrew. You talk about your profits paid for your freedom. Yes, it's true. But the initial stages of getting into turning your business really into a business versus just a fucking prison sentence is getting to know your numbers. Getting to know your numbers might be that you realize you're not profitable. But what starts happening, here's the key, is when you start making more decisions based upon logic than emotion. That's something that as family members, it is like... Extremely hard to do. It is extremely hard to do. With that being said... You have to then put more emphasis on the numbers. You have to put more emphasis on, like, if we do this, then we get this. Yeah, but I feel like this. I'm glad you feel that way. But the reality is, if you don't do it this way, you're not going to make fucking money. Does that make sense? Right? Okay. So um, what, what, you know, what did the frustration feel like, like, when you try to solve these problems? Like, what, what was it like? Well, we had no idea where to even start. Um asked ourselves like what why are we doing this yeah what are we doing how do we do this right and you don't know what you don't know so and and not only that like individually we're going through our own life battles yes why would i want to work with this cocksucker right you know right um but you know you thought you felt the same thing so it's a very difficult thing right absolutely (laughs) love it um and then you know looking at things like um, some of the frustrations we just you get into a, a place where a you, bad place you think you're all alone mm-hmm. 
And and who do you talk to? Who? who? Yeah, that's right. You can't talk to you know people at the government because they just want your money. Yeah, it's true. You know, they're not there to help you. But, yeah, that's right. You know, and and uh, uh, we have, my mom is also involved in our business too, but. You know, and oftentimes before, like she'd be in the middle of both of us bickering about each other, and it puts her in a weird spot, and everything else is uh, even more difficult. Yeah, you know, a family. You know, when you look at a business, any business that involves the family, you're really putting the family at risk, right? The relationships of your family, right? Like your relationship as brothers, your relationship as you know sons to your mom, and, and vice versa. I mean, whether or not we. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to do that, but if it, 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 it's hard enough even knowing these principles, right? It's like what we're going to get into, okay? So anybody listening in, we're going to be getting into, into the chips. We're going to be getting into the tricks and the strategies, but I want to just create a baseline. I want everybody listening in to, to know that if you're struggling with having these questions, and right, I mean, how many years did these fucking questions go on in your head and you couldn't get the answer? How many? Since the beginning? Yeah, since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Guys, like, that's like, that's, that's, I, I think that's almost like um, psychological warfare mm-hmm. to yourself. Right? Like, you're trying to answer a question and, and it happens, like, almost daily, 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 maybe two, three, four, five times, and then weekly, and then monthly, and then years, and then years. Eventually, it beats you fucking down, right? Yeah. Right? Okay, so, you know, you're overwhelmed. Focus, a lack of focus, right? Yeah. Tell us about that. Like, just you lose um, uh, confidence in, in what you're doing and why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're thinking about other stuff. You're not, and then you kind of put aside your business, and it's like I don't care. Why would I want to do that now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then as well, if you look at the balance of where you put your time, it's like okay, man, I'm gonna go out there and. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on the belt, I'm gonna go out there and gonna do the work, and, and, and if I do more and more and more and work harder and harder and harder, it's gotta fucking fix the problem. But does it? No. What actually starts happening? You start Everything. losing. Yes. Everything deter- slowly deteriorates. Yeah, everybody listening in, what, what ends up happening is, if you're doing more of the wrong thing, then, then you get more wrong. Right? No, I know it's not great English, but it's the reality, right? Like, if you, you can have all the right intention, listen in on this, right? You can have all the right intention of providing your family, of having a good relationship with your brother, having a good relationship with your mom. You have all the fucking intentions in the world. But if invisibly you're doing things wrong, then that intention does not mask the symptoms of doing it wrong. Guy's quitting. Guy's not showing up on time. Arguments, fights, stress. Fucking, did we go over? Did we not go over? Like, it just generates more fucking questions of like, why? Why am I not making money? Why am I doing this? Why? Is it true? Yep. Okay, so, now, you guys engaged with proper contractors. What was it that, and, and listen, everybody listening in, I really do mean this when I say, just get help, okay? If it's through us, and get help through us. But what, what's about, I think what they're about to uh, you know, disclose to you is really, really important as to what was it about proper contractors that was different? 
Uh, one of the first things, because <clears throat> um, Zach and I, you know, had a conversation about this earlier this week, is that it was specific. It was trade specific. Mm -hmm. So not that it was specific to our trades necessarily, but it was specific to construction trades. And a couple of the other coaches that we've uh, been approached uh, by, uh, they were just business coaches, right? In the Vague sense of it, and they dealt with any type of business, right? So, like before, for a while before we uh, we joined PFC, though we were we were thinking about some sort of coach. Sure. Uh, and I'm glad that we went this route because obviously everything's working out a lot better for us. Yeah. Well, he, I understand, guys. Like, <clears throat> I'm not bashing the other coaching companies out there. I, like. If you're a coaching company and you're out there and you're helping people, fucking awesome. At a certain point, though, there's going to come a level of engagement where if you do not know the trade, okay, whether you're coaching chiropractors, fucking doctors, tradespeople, if you don't know that specific field, you are not going to be able to help these people at the level that they need to be helped, mm -hmm. okay? If I go job costing and the guy's teaching fucking doctors, he's not going to have a clue. If I'm saying you're reading a blueprint, okay, doing a takeoff. What? Huh? Hmm? Because each of those things affects the business. And if somebody that is not specific to that field being trades, in this case, they're not going to be able to ask the fucking right questions. How do you do a takeoff? How could they ask that question if they don't even know that exists? True. Yeah. Right, and they don't get it, right? Okay, even well, you the speak language. Trade talk. Yeah, yeah, you, I you guess I, I do, I do, <laughs> I do, I do. Well, when we say the language, right, it doesn't mean yeah, it's like curse and swear and, and what have you, but like like a. But you're on the same level. You're not talking about uh, you know some crazy thing that uh, I don't know. As an example, like no, some... totally, totally. I could explain. Here's the thing, guys. You guys know what I know, right? If if I want to go in, in a crowd. And somebody wants to do the geek thing. Oh, I could geek it out. I could make somebody look pretty fucking stupid if I want. Talking about financials. But why would I do that? We're going to talk the language of like, hey man, here's how much money you pay. Here's your expenses. Versus like, here's this. Here's your, you know, here's your gross profit. Here's your net profit. Here's the fucking incurred expenses. Here's the, like, what? Versus like, guys, here's how this is going to work, right? Why not talk the language to people that allows, the, that enables them versus disables them? That's my freaking opinion. Right? Makes yeah. sense to me. Okay, so um, so let's talk a little bit about what, when you realize that the you know the coaching was actually helping you. You know, like you know, one of the things was you did uh, one of the first things we did was a financial analysis with me. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, that was tough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we didn't have our numbers. Um, or the proper numbers. Yeah. Uh, we had issues with our bookkeeping and accounting. Um, Why was it tough though? Because our numbers weren't accurate. Yeah, what else made it tough? Realizing that uh, we either weren't making money yeah. or didn't know. Yes, that's, yes, right. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you my flip side of it. I could be wrong, and I mean this authentically, I could be wrong. When I look in the eyes of good people like yourselves, um, 
there's this for there's this, there's a moment of embarrassment. There's a moment of like, man, I feel fucking stupid. Man, why do not why do I not know this? Man, it's this bad. Like, oh, like, th- there's there's a moment. Nope. No matter how politically nice I'm uh, I'm trying to be, I'm not saying hey you're a fucking idiot. But there comes a point where you're looking in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, we do not, like, I knew we needed to know this stuff, but now I'm realizing, like, how much we don't know. I think embarrassment is part of what you would feel. I mean, there's disappointment, there's defeat. Yes. You know, uh, a ton of different feelings come on, come when you go through all that. Like, this isn't for everyone. I totally agree with you. Um, You have to have the uh, the balls to go through Resiliency. the hardship and the good times. Yes. Not just the good times. Yeah. You know, think of right now even all these restaurants that are still open. I mean, they're going through a rough time right now. Brutal time. And if they can make it through it, then they're going to be on top. Literally, they're trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah, just survive. Just make it. Just hang on another day, right? Hoping it's going to turn around. So, you know, coming back to that analysis, right? um, I think one of the things that just everybody listening in, I want to give you guys some, let's get into some of the tips and stuff. And we'll keep going through, you know, what we plan, what we, what you guys actually laid out. This is awesome. Is um, you need to understand, guys, that the reason that this company is called Profit for Contractors. Well, instead of me uh, giving my two cents. Why do, why do I always preach profit? Why is it profit for contractors versus sales for contractors, marketing for contractors, better business for contractors? No, it's, it's profit for contractors. Why is that? Why is that such a... Well, you can make all the money in the world you want in terms of revenue, but it, unless you're profitable, then you're working for nothing. That's it. And then if you got nothing, how can you fucking build anything? You guys, eat, right? Yeah. Adam, would yeah. you say that? that? That's exactly right. Like, no, 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 no. Like, here's the thing, right? Like, you came in today, and you guys are like, "Man, we got our numbers." They're like, "Hey, we're profitable, right?" Like, we go back a year, and that was not the response, right? And here's you on the personal side, right? Like, just both the both guys, obviously, on the personal side. But let's just talk about having a kid, right? You had a kid, right? So I have a three-year-old, right. and I'm expecting another one in uh, less than three weeks. Yeah, your wife is, yeah, but anyways, that's good. And uh, <laughs> our, the landscape, yeah, my wife, uh, our landscape season will be finishing this year yeah. a little bit later than normal, right. uh, which is great for, for us yeah. on the profit side of things, because it's all gravy now. That's right. Um, but how... If I didn't have the right people in place, how was I going to manage not being able to be on site for the rest of the season now? Totally. And look, well, I want to talk about that a little bit more. But on the profit side, dude, so you, 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 you got to pay, right? For- so we have about the same overhead as last year. Right. Um, we did about six fifty, seven hundred last yeah. year. Yeah. And we just... We just got our numbers in. I think we have 933,000 this year. Awesome, dude. Same overhead. Um, 
and more more money in way, our pocket. Right, way more freaking money in the pocket. We've been working our asses off. Exactly, right? But profitably, you worked your ass off before. Right? Part of being a business owner, let's face it, okay? Everybody listening in. Don't we all work our asses off? Like, we, that's what we do. Like, we play hard. We work hard. We work fucking really hard, okay? And I think it's awesome that you, that, that you to a certain degree, that we work our asses off. That's something that I take pride in, okay? I get up early, four o'clock in the morning. Do I have to? No. Do I? Yes. Why? That's just part of the DNA, okay? But what's worse? What, what, not, that's not I'm saying that's worse, but what what's, would be bad about that? is all those hours, all those jobs you fucking did, and you didn't make any money. Yeah. Your guys actually made more money than you. <laughs> is it true? That's a terrible feeling. But that was it happening in some jobs. Because yeah. if you lost money on a job, they still got paid. Yeah. So you made less money than your own employees. Mm-hmm. Right, so guys, if you're listening in and it feels like, holy shit, my employees are making more than me. Guys, is there something wrong? <laughs> Big time, right? Big time. Okay, so um, so let's talk about you know making better strategic decisions for future pur- pur- uh, purchases and growth. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, in the past, uh, we never really planned for uh, future purchases. Setting budgets and stuff like Setting that. Setting budgets yeah. and all that kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but now because we're in a better position, we're able to get uh, BDC loans and stuff like that. And yeah. obviously like that stuff helps. And we're also pro- more profitable. So totally. now we can plan for those things. So um, we came across a, a good deal and, and we bought a bunch of new uh, equipment. Beautiful. That uh, is gonna set us up really good for next year. Cool. What do you guys say that, uh, Adam? Um, so this, like all of this stuff we're talking about is an ongoing work in progress. Yeah. Yes. You know, we could say we have our shit together today. Well, we don't have everything together. No, you don't. Of but course we're not. in a much better position. Well, that's it. The guy, by the way, isn't this a journey? Yes. Right? There's five yes. levels of the contractor's ladder of success, isn't there? Yeah. Remember when we first started, I said, yeah, just to get you out of survival, that's going to take a year. Like, what? Yeah. Wait, you're out of survival. Now, next year is getting into stability. People listening in, what do you mean it's gonna take more than a year? Yes! What, what, like, what do you mean? Yes, yes, is there a lot of shit to run in a business? Yeah. Well, how long have we, have we joined up? Oh, I think it's now two years. Two years. So well, you, it's gonna be more than that. That's about two and a half, two and a half years, I'd say. Yeah, so okay. the first year was getting you out of uh, startup. Yeah. Right, that was putting systems in place. Two make, years yeah, make, making sure that you knew, making sure you knew what the roles were of the guys, making sure the jobs get done properly, making sure the fucking basics of doing the trade is working. True. Yeah. Right. Next year, right? With survival. By the way, everybody listening in, this is the contractor's life of success. Son of a bitch, right? Startup. Survival. Survival. Stability. Right. Next one is scale. Next one is sell if you want, because the business is running out, you know beyond you. Right. There's fucking five levels. First year, they got out of startup. And people are like, I've been in business for 20 years. Startup does not have anything to do with how fucking long you've been in business. Startup means you need to get the basic things in place that you should have started up with. Yeah. Like making sure that if you say to a customer, you're gonna get this job done, it's gonna be like this, that's how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Next is survival, which is getting more business. You got more business, right? 
being able to handle that more business and be able to put management in place so that you can have other people doing it without it always being you. Is that what you just described earlier? Son of a bitch. Next one is about, you know, we got stability. Now what's stability? Stability is now that you got these two major levels of foundation and it's starting to solidify, it's not perfect. It allows us to again to get the stability so that we stability. That means we get consistent profits. We get consistent sales. We, we can consistently put our head on the pillow and go, fuck the roller coaster. I know what's coming. I can, I can plan ahead. And is that starting to happen now? Yeah. All right. Because we can now make purchases ahead of time and go, hey, man. We just bought a triaxle. Right. We never thought we would ever have one. Right. And why is, why is that important for your business? What's it, that going to allow you to it do? It increases efficiency and, at the end of the day, profit. Yes. Because now you can look at this expense and go, that's going to give this much efficiency, which is going to generate this much profit. By this point in the year, next year, this fucking thing will be paid for, and then we can benefit from it for the next three or four years. Yeah. Guys, listening in, if you don't have this shit in place, you can't make those decisions. True? Yeah. Or you make them, and then what happens? You go in the hole. <laughs> and sometimes never what? Never, never come up? Never come up. It has to be a planned move in the end. Because before it was all reactive. Truck died. Oh, we need to buy another truck now. How are we going to get the money for that? I don't know. Let's buy another used truck. Totally. You, you know what's interesting? Um, before I come back to this, is I'm sitting here, and if you guys are watching this via video, um, I'm watching the, I was watching Zach's face when he said a triaxle. Adam, did you see how excited he got? Yeah. Before when Adam would talk about, or when Zach would talk about a, a vehicle, he'd be fucking pissed because it was always a vehicle that was getting repaired. It was, it was a reactionary discussion around a vehicle. True. Now it's like, we're talking about vehicles and you're fucking pumped because you, because you know that it's going to generate something positive. True. Yeah. Like those are aren't those fun decisions? Is it honestly? I find it. Fun. I don't know. What do you yeah, mean? yeah. We we love it's another big toy. Yeah. Yes, we, we love. But <laughs> you get to make money with tools and equipment, <laughs> right? You pull up with a new truck, right? Right, like guys. And by the way, anybody listening in, that's one of the biggest things that I like that that proper contractors that that you need to realize. You need to put the brakes on your freaking spending. Until you got to get control of knowing that you're profitable with what you have before you keep adding more shit to the pile. True? Yeah. Well, that's just one little thing too, right? I mean, uh, we got like four vehicles out of that purchase, but out of the 15 years in business, we finally have two brand new trucks, you know, outside. How's that feel? Amazing. With all the labels on it. Yeah. Like a walking billboard. It yeah. We're 15 years. Dude, this is fucking amazing, right? I feel like grabbing the goddamn phone and just running out and taking a look at the damn thing. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that at the end of the podcast. What do you think, Jordan? Maybe we'll do that. Okay, so, no, I'm serious, man. You should be proud of it. I'm fucking proud of you guys, okay? All right, so let's keep rock and rolling. So, um, you have more money, right? It doesn't mean you're fucking millionaires yet, but you're on this journey. Yeah. And you know it's not a quick fucking win thing, right? Okay. So, some of your top wins, right? We've got both companies are growing profitably. True? Yeah. Now, I know you said that you, you started up the other one, but re they are, in essence, like two separate businesses. Yes. Right. Have you applied, 
have any of the principles that you've learned from knowing your pricing, your break even, reading your numbers, defaulting your calendar. Again, we'll get into some of these other things. They're the same. They're the fucking they're the same. And we get practice with one, get the other one better, and then we look back at the other one. Oh, we mixed up on this, and you know we can we can now fix it. That's uh, that's awesome. You know that's one thing about the Broadford Contractors family. Uh, maybe you guys can tap into this just a bit while we're on it. Is that you got a whole bunch of other people, right? Look at McGrath. You guys, you yeah. built personal relationships with some of these people. We've true? broken bread. <laughs> That's hey, McGrath. If you're listening in, we've broken bread, <laughs> and, it, and one of the pieces is liquid, and it has the letter R in it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, this is definitely not the politically correct fucking podcast. But anyways, so yeah, talk about that, like. Like, let's talk about that. Like, breaking bread. Like, actually, how much value do you get from other people? Like, talk about McGrath and some of the insights that these other members have given you beyond uh, the teachings. So, we also have a, a business relationship with Peter. Yeah. Um, specifically, we, we have... We you do now. Some, some land out yeah. from him. Yeah. Um, that saved us a lot of money in that I don't have to drive an extra, extra half an hour of yeah. travels for three... Four vehicles right um, so there's that business end of things and and we we shoot shit we talk about business yeah we talk about what works what doesn't work we ask for advice so, right you know so uh, is it true when I talk about you know people hear me on the podcast saying guys Screw this learning it the hard way. Leapfrog decades the days. So what does that mean when I say that? Like, and you, because you guys have experienced it. Like, taking an idea, and when I go, take, you can take somebody else's solution, and you can literally leapfrog a decade of fucking how long, you know, of you taking 10 years to figure it out. Like, tell, explain. Well, that's the thing. They took 10 years to figure it out. And all it is, uh, you know, a conversation about things, and you can implement it right away. Totally, dude. Totally. Give, any, 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 is there anyone that comes to mind? Like Peter gave you insights on? Trello. Yes. Yeah, Trello big time. Yes. He's like uh, Trello Wiz. Yes, he is. Uh, we've yeah. he is had, uh, in the past, we've had different... What is Trello? Everybody's listening in, like, yeah, Trello. what the hell is Trello? By the way, T, okay, R-E-L-L-O. It's a free software. No, it's not, Andrew. It's not free. Well, it's fucking free. Uh, At a certain point. Okay, but for for how far you can take your business to the free level? Yeah. Come on. Right? By the time you have to pay for it, you've made like 1,000x. True? Yeah. Okay. But it's a good way to organize things. So it organizes things. Tell Tell them about what you use this for. Like, you don't have to get into the software side of it, but how important is it to have systems, checklists, fucking shit like that that you had all in your head? Okay, so one thing is we have all of our equipment on there. Yeah. Um, Why? For maintenance and stuff like that. Perfect. We got that idea from That's Peter. That's Peter. Yeah, because it's in one spot. On your phone right now, yeah. you have, you know, by the way, guys, Gold, on their phone right now, for free, okay? And I don't care if you have Android and give shit what kind of phone you have, okay? I don't care if, you, if your phone is a piece of stone, like the fucking Ten Commandments, okay? <laughs> it, it, this thing will probably work on it. And these guys are able to, uh, and McGrath handed this to them, Okay, had a coaching session with me. 
I laid out sort of the framework, he took it to the next level, he goes, shares it with these guys, and now they're able to track the maintenance on the vehicles, they know what's been done in what vehicle, you know, when it was done, all the, uh, what, you know, all those little details that are, are now there for their vehicle, true? Yeah. We can, yeah, and we could go to a parts store for any vehicle we want, and the serial numbers on there, uh, what kind of vehicle or piece of equipment it is, it's uh, at your disposal. We don't even you have to do it. Yeah. We can get somebody that works with us to do it. Totally. Yeah. So we can focus Huge. on working on the business. Love so that's, it. So that's one thing. Uh, we also have our whole sales process on there. You have uh, something with um, your side of things, and I have something on my side of things. Yeah. They're slightly different. Yeah. Uh, in terms of. Uh, Why is the sales process, Zach? So important. Some guys are like, yeah, man, I don't need a fucking sales process. I'm a good salesperson. So the same thing happens with every sale exactly, and you're not forgetting everything. So that what so that what happens? Uh, well, I mean, your chances of getting a sale are a lot higher. Yeah. Well, why? Because what happens? All your documents are there. Because if you miss a step, what happens? Does your success go down? Yeah. Steps equal success. Is it true? Yeah. You do five out of the ten steps. What's going to happen? Probably not going to get set. True? <laughs> yeah. How easy is it to improve something that's been laid out like that versus something that's in your head? You can customize anything you want. Super easy. Totally. You cannot, guys, you cannot improve anything that you can't test and measure. And unless you have something systemized with steps in it, you will never be able to test it because it's all in your fucking head. True? Yeah. So every time you do it, whether it's subtle or whether it's big, it's different. So how can you get consistency? You can't. And when you go to train another salesperson or even a technician doing a job, because that should be, you, know, you guys got that, your guys are systemizing that as well, right? Like yeah. you said, Adam, yeah. you said now your guys can do the, you're gonna have a baby and the business can run without you. What, what, how, how important are systems for that? You need them. We need them. I mean, we have certain guys on our site that have helped create those systems and those systems have passed been passed down to the other guys so it's now it's they just know what to do and if they forget something well look at Trello there it is so there's no excuses yeah guys write this down if you're listening systemize the routine humanize the exceptions okay when you can do that right my little formula systems times people equals results the minute that you know that a system works and there's a problem it's not the system it's the person. The problem is in business, until you can identify, is it a system problem or a person problem, you, can you ever solve it? You can't, you can't fucking solve it. Yeah. yeah. And so how many times do, have you guys gone to your guys, give them shit, when after you look back at it and you're like, I was expecting this guy to have in his head 58 fucking steps. Now that I've got this thing laid out, no wonder he was screwing up. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah. <laughs> Many times. Right. So it doesn't it change the way that you think? Yeah, it's not their fault. Right, but before it was. Yeah, well, in the end, we didn't know. Yeah. Because you didn't know. Okay? Because you didn't know. So if somebody's listening in, and they're like, I can't get my guys, that, you know, I, I can't find anybody good. Oh, I remember those conversations. <laughs> Andrew's nobody good out there. Oh, really? Well, let's start with the owner, right? So what would you say to them? To the owner? 
Yeah, so you got somebody listening in here, and they're like, assistants, are they really that important, guys? Like, come on. Well, I think it's more the guys that's, that's the problem. I mean, it is difficult to find good guys, but they're out there. And, right. and you can easily find them. But you have to make sure that uh, you have proper systems in place and to make sure that you're setting them up for success. Well said, dude. Well said. Here, here's my thoughts on it. It's hard enough to find good people. And we've got a whole system for finding people, right? Yeah. Get a hiring process. So isn't it even that much more important in the world of trades that you put systems in place that when you find the good people, you set them up for success? True? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah.